Let us shift from dairy to horticulture, where at this time of year, your grandparents would most likely have been eating cabbage, kale, turnip and parsnips. Nowadays, we take for granted piccolo tomatoes, zucchini and baby corn on the supermarket shelf all year round. So when tomatoes were temporarily in short supply over the past 10 days or so, it highlighted just how fragile our food supply chains are and maybe some of us even panicked a bit. So why were tomatoes in short supply? Emilio Castello has 70,000 square metres of greenhouses in the south of Spain where he produces some courgettes, but mainly cherry tomatoes for the European market. When we spoke earlier, he explained that the current shortage was a perfect storm of events beyond everyone's control after he had told me about the family business. I'm 45 years old and my father was uh, was farmer so, as well. And now I run my, my father's business and I run by my own. But when I was a, a child, I was uh, in the greenhouse, you know, it, it was my, my school. Very good, I understand. Is it an easy way to earn a living? When my father started uh, with this business, it was easier, you know, because now the profits are not uh, so high. The cost uh, fertilizer, water, electricity, everything. And uh, now it's difficult. Is fertilizer, water, electricity and increased costs the reason that there are less tomatoes now? No, it, that's not the reason. Uh, that's not the reason. I have my opinion about, about uh, this problem. There is no tomatoes in, in the United Kingdom supermarket. And I, I have my, my own opinion. What is it then? Go on, tell me. From, from 10, 5 years ago, uh, United Kingdom supermarket start to, to, to buy tomato mainly in Morocco, you know. And they stopped to, to buy tomato in Spain. And right now, I think they buy almost 100% of the tomato they need in Morocco. What happened? There is uh, one problem around the world with tomato. And the problem uh, is uh, there is a new tomato virus, you know. And this tomato virus is a really problem, for example, in Mexico is uh, a problem in Italy and there is a big problem as well in Morocco. What happened? There is less production around the world, to- less tomato production around the world. If uh, United Kingdom supermarket are buying almost 100% of Morocco, they don't have uh, suppliers in Almeria, you know. And I think that's the problem. Okay, there were a perfect storm. There is this virus, these three weeks with bad weather here, but this virus, I think, is the the key, you know, and uh, the Ukrainian uh, war. Netherlands greenhouses are not uh, growing um, tomatoes in winter because they have a problem with the, the gas. Uh, gas is, uh, yes. I say, right? Yes, we have problem last season and this year, this season, they don't they don't have uh, crops, tomato crops, tomato and cucumber crops because they have to hide 
the greenhouses with this gas and okay. the gases, prices, gas prices are so high and they decide to have this crop uh, in, in summer, not in winter. Emilio Castillo, here in studio with me now. Martin Flynn, a young tomato grower from North County, Dublin, and on the line, Unani Vrin of Beach Lawn Organics. Good morning to both of you. Martin, is this virus going to make its way over here? We hope not, Philip. Um, we don't have it in Ireland yet, and we don't want it in Ireland, so we're very strict at who we let onto our premises. We would not allow any visitors on. Comes in on people, does it? it it can come in on people. It can come in on the plants as well if you're bringing plants in that are propagated elsewhere. Okay. But um, we are strict at who we let in and we have strict hygiene procedures and we want to keep it out. But thankfully, it's not in Ireland and it's not in the UK at the moment either. Okay. Notwithstanding the virus, would this be a tricky time of year anyway for supply that we just might not have noticed in the past? So yeah, this would be a very, you're in between seasons. So you're in between the Spanish season and the Irish season, which predominantly starts end of March, beginning of April. And it then takes a few weeks for them crops to get to full potential till May really, till they're at their full capacity. And there's always a a tighter supply of tomatoes in, in March, April. And this year it's particularly tight due to growers okay. planting later in Ireland and, you know, they're not going to be harvesting maybe till May. So we just might not have noticed in the past, but this would be to typically a kind of a fall off in continental supply and your produce hasn't yet gotten to its full potential. When when do you plant and when can you, what's the earliest you can start harvesting? So we plant in January and the earliest we start harvesting when planting in January would be the end of March, beginning of April, weather dependent. But, um, it is possible to look at extending the season and planting in December or even looking at the option of growing year-round tomatoes in the future. What would be the cost implications of that if we were to have year-round Irish tomatoes and you had to heat your greenhouses all year round? They would be more expensive to grow. They definitely would, but there seems to be an opportunity there now. Of the order of what now, Martin? I mean, you will be talking 50%, about, 100%? No, I don't think so. I think maybe 15 20%. Oh, Okay, that's interesting. But the problem would be perhaps that we are kind of conditioned to a certain price and supermarkets are loath to pass on increases of any kind to consumers. Yeah, so I suppose that has happened, Philip, across the whole vegetable fresh produce range. People have got, you know, very familiar with with lower prices and, and unsustainable prices. And that's something, a perspective that's going to have to change into the future because we can see now, no matter where the produce comes from, whether it's Irish or imported, it's getting more expensive. Input costs are going up across the board. Mm. It's getting a lot more expensive to produce all this produce, but it still has to be produced. What's the the most realistic scenario here? Is it that we should continue to have a diversity of supply getting tomatoes from Spain, from Morocco when they're back online again and from you as well? Or could, technically speaking, uh, growers like you meet all of Irish demand all year round if people were prepared to pay? I think we can definitely meet Irish demand during the season that it can be produced here. So, you know, when it's from April to... No, the end of November, that's when typically your tomato season is. But December and January would be a bit more of a stretch? It'd be a bit more of a stretch, but it could be done. And it has the potential to be done 100%. I'm not so sure, but there could be a, you know, a, a percentage of Irish all year round okay. and give the, the consumer, the customer that wants to actually pay the and buy, the, give them the option. Uh, 
Unani Vrin of Beach Lawn Organics, you're somebody who is providing a, well, a different kind of option to your customers. Were your uh, organic tomatoes in much greater demand over the last couple of weeks? Well, um, yes, Philip, and, uh, w- you know, we, we really felt for the, the tomato uh, um, crisis, people who were s- stressed by it, but to be honest, it was actually a bit of a blessing in disguise for us um, because we, we had a renewed interest in our business and some of our newer customers, our newer, say, supermarkets that we supply um, were, were were phoning us. We were getting direct lines to to, to, to shop managers who we couldn't get a meeting <laughs> so with. So you, you, you were very popular all of a sudden, were you? We were, certainly, yeah. Now, we have we have been supplying a, a good number of supermarkets for, for years, for over 10 years, and um, they've always been wonderful and they've always been so, uh, so helpful and, and respectful and all that because... I, they get it. We've been through crises before, mm. where we've we've brought them something that was that they couldn't get now, uh, from I, I, abroad. Are but you are you matter. producing are you producing <clears throat> yourselves throughout the winter, or are you importing organic produce in the winter? No, we're so we're importing uh, tomatoes at the moment, um, and we are producing tomatoes, but not we're not on the scale of Martin. And um, we we just we say. We, we have tiny baby plants at the moment. We just sowed them at the beginning of, of February on a small heating mat. So we'll have, we'll probably have 300 tomato plants, uh, 300 to 500 tomato plants in our tunnels. Um, and just cherry. And we actually stopped growing the round, larger tomatoes. Just last year, we, we, gave, we gave up growing them because they all would come in, in August when everyone was on holidays. And we'd find it. If we couldn't find anyone to tin them or to to chutney them or to you know to do the traditional things you do with, when when the big harvest comes in, so we couldn't actually. Would you believe it? Sell them at times. And are but, consumers buying the cherry tomatoes out of preference to the larger ones now more generally? Um, I, no, I, w- I wouldn't say that. But they, they're they're happy with them when they come. So our our cherry tomatoes will be coming in July. So we'll have uh, we'll have a full harvest in July, August, September, October, until the the hard frost comes and kills them off. Um, All right. Well, look, but it we, sound... we are import we are importing. Sorry, uh, Philip, we are importing. And the week uh, last week was or the week before it was very interesting in that there was one supermarket. My husband was delivering in some Spanish tomatoes, and he he put up a picture that he had one tray of Spanish tomatoes. He was bringing in organic tomatoes, and. It was, the, it was the only one in the supermarket, so it was it was great fun. We put something up online about it. The only tray of tomatoes. Maybe people will end up having to turn to turnips at this time of year for a while. OK, thank you very much, Una Nivrin and Martin Flynn, both for joining me here in studio. Coming up after the break, Solar Sheep. Email countrywide at rte.ie.